What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the big brother, Jared Larson, and once again, D. Scott Panza, here to bring you dun, da, 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 week one action here in the NFL. It is upon us, boys. How are we feeling? Juiced, juiced, juiced. We've been waiting for this. It was a long summer, but now it's September. It's you know, right before the weekend, and I'm just so fired up to to get the season going. And uh, we got a, a pretty nice slate of games to kick us off in the in the new season. And uh, I'm just I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Yeah, no more baseball, thank God. <sighs> well, baseball's still yeah. on. Well, yeah, but it doesn't. I don't have to watch it. I'm not forced <laughs> into watching baseball anymore. That's it's true. actually yeah. something that I want to see on the television. Is that is, that is it, it's not it's nice. I catch myself watching Mets games. I watch about an inning and a half, and then it's time to go to bed. The Mets games. And, and then I was just watching Do Your Job Part Three, and and let me tell you, it, just, it gets you just so fired up for the new season. And you know, all the best ball drafts are done. All my fantasy drafts are done, and now it's <laughs> just fully focused on uh, all six hundred yeah, you know. Scott's best ball drafts are done. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's just you know now it's just fully focused on the uh, on the picks on the picks and we got uh, we got some decisions to make we got the uh, Westgate lines in front of us but you know some decisions to make between uh, Westgate uh, Circa and uh, Super Contest Gold so uh, we're just right I'm just I'm just so fired up to be in front of my TV for an absurd amount of time on Sunday watching all these games. <laughs> You know, red zone, pats at Sunday night. It's just it's just fantastic. Scott, who's more juiced, you or Scott Hansen? Um, you know, I think he it's brings tight. he brings the heat. He, Scott Hansen brings the heat. I'll tell you, he, he 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 has quite the job. And what has he been doing all off season? Does he do side gigs? Just prep. I think just prep. Um, gargling lost. gargling honey and hot water <laughs> the oh. what i, what I want to know is that does he pee like in one of those things that they have for truckers that you like put over your pecker and it just turns it I, into like the I goo because he sits oh. there for like nine hours i think i think he says he just doesn't drink a lot of water and he just goes right before he goes on and he doesn't have to take any bathroom breaks i mean god bless him <laughs> god bless him like no food no water and just bring in the heat legend I'll, I'll be you. I'll be locked in on Sunday. It's, <laughs> me and Scott Hansen have a date starting at yeah. one o'clock. Oh man! So how's he preparing right now for all of that? I don't know. I mean, that's I presume taking a lot of emergency, <laughs> doing a lot of uh, Ron Burgundy workouts. Yeah, I mean they're. Uh, I don't know if you heard me, but I did over a thousand of those. <laughs> <laughs> kind of back to the to the card i mean and in, in golf they call it the first hole like the handshake hole it's kind of like all right we're, we're getting this round underway and this week is no handshake uh tough card but that's the nfl i mean there's no there's no gimmies uh in these and, and week one is is no different so college i feel like you can kind of pick off pieces here and there but uh with the nfl everything is f squarely in the purview of uh, of the lines makers so these lines get sharper and sharper seemingly every year yeah uh there are some numbers so you were you know we're waiting for the the westgate numbers to come out and then when they come out and some of the numbers that i was hoping to see they did not fall my way so um, you know, that's just the way it goes. So, you know, just got to make some adjustments and uh, kind of hone in on a few teams here. 
So, Antonio Brown's got a helmet. We don't have to talk about that anymore. What we're here for and what the people want are... The picks. The they picks. want the winners. They want the winners. Not just the picks, but they want the winners. Well, right. this yeah. is, I well mean, said. we are the junkies who do nothing but produce winners. When we say picks, we mean both. They're, they're the same thing. But, yes, I agree with you, Scott. They want winners. But I guess, Scott and Jared, do you want to tell kind of how you're going to play it out uh, this year on the podcast so people know what to expect, I guess, when you're going through these picks? Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, we're going to we're going to kind of go run down all the games um, and then kind of highlight two games that we're really confident in. And then on uh, on Sunday, we will definitely tweet out all of the super contest and circa pick entries that were we've made. Um, And then hopefully uh, and then on top of that, we'll be definitely tweeting out any late line adjustments or, you know, injury news I think is uh, worthy to take advantage of. And, you know, last year I kind of had this routine where um, on Sundays after a nice workout, I kind of felt some real solid inspiration and it led to a lot of winners uh, between Jared and I. So definitely I'll I'll, uh, be tweeting those out. Um, And then, yeah, that's uh, that's my plan. Jared, what say you? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like you guys are betting all these different games and you maybe want to hear what our opinion is. And if we're only giving out our five picks, that doesn't really help you. So uh, maybe we can give you a nugget here, a nugget there. That obviously doesn't mean that we're going to be playing every game. Um, But just trying to give you all a little bit of insight as you think through uh, the games that you're going to play in addition to, you know, piggybacking on some of the stuff that, that we do. So that's that was the thought process behind giving you guys, you know, a little bit on everything as opposed to a lot on just a couple of games. So there you go. So if you don't, I mean, if you don't like that, then tell us. But that's how we'll roll yeah. unless we hear, you know, significantly different from you from from you all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we're we're very responsive on Twitter. So anything and, uh, you know, anything that you're thinking or any uh, feedback, we definitely welcome it. So with that being said, just a little pre uh, precursor, I guess, or what's the word I'm looking for? A pre hmm, disclaimer. That's the word. Not even not even in the pre atmosphere. So (laughs) pre pre premature. We're recording this on a Wednesday night. Scott and I have weddings this weekend to attend to where normally we'd record this on a Friday. Let all the information play out. So the first game on the card, Bears-Packers. We have a rule, obviously, on this show. No Thursday night football uh, when it comes to the card. So this is open free talk. Bears-Packers celebrating 150 years of football. You're going to be sick and tired of hearing about it by the end of the night. But just buckle down and get ready because that's the way it's going to be. Spread is minus three uh, in favor of the Bears. Fellas, what do we think? And then we'll see who the genie is when this plays on Saturday. I already bet the Packers. I did too. So, Packers. Ooh. There you have it. There it is. I'm gonna go and we Bears gave it out on the preview. And we gave it on the, out on the uh, AFC, NFC East preview yeah. pod. So, no excuses. Play like a champion. Yeah. <laughs> Play like a champ. Next up, my Minnesota Vikings minus four against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so, you know, I mentioned uh, during the preview pod, um, Dirk Cutter back as OC of the Falcons. Um, you know, he was 3 and 13 the last time he was OC of this team. Um, they <laughs> lost Tevin Coleman, um, but they shored up the offensive line. Uh, this is a game I'm fading in. Um, 
I probably don't want to lay the four if I was inclined to be on a side and be on the Vikings because I think the defense um, has such an advantage uh, versus the Falcons who just give up a ton of yards historically to catching uh, running backs. So I think this is a feast game for Dalvin Cook, um, a guy I'll probably focus on for DFS. Um, the number is just a little too high for me. If it was down three, I'd probably lay the three with the Vikings, but I'm going to fade this one. Uh, I do like the Vikings, though. Uh, not a play for me. I'm buying the Falcons early on this year, uh, getting the four points I like. Uh, I'd play the Falcons. I do agree with Scott. I think Dalvin Cook will have uh, a monstrous season, and it starts here at home with uh, a big game uh, to open up the season. But if gun to my head, I'm, I'm taking the Falcons. Not a play, though. I mean, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna trust. Adjust there. We all know who you're yeah. taking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, Eagles Redskins. Eagles minus ten. Uh, just the the offensive line for the Redskins is just so decimated. Uh, no Trent Williams. Uh, the Eagles pass ru- pass rush is one of the best in the game. Um, this is uh, I know in division ten points is a lot to lay, but they've waxed the Redskins. They beat them by like sixteen points on average over the last couple seasons. So I'd be on the Eagles here. Um, this is definitely a tasty teaser uh, play, uh, but I'm laying the ten with the Eagles. This game is Barftown, USA. Uh, Case Keenum, Redskins stink. There's no more room left on the Eagles bandwagon hype train. Uh, I am with Scott. I would play this Eagles in a teaser or bust. No interest in the Redskins. Um, Bad organization, bad coach, bad owner, bad quarterback, bad everything. Just no hope uh, for the Redskins. Got to go to the link going to be nice and loose there uh, as the Eagles look to get back to the Super Bowl. Eagles. Fly, Eagles teaser Eagles only. Fly. Yeah, fly, <laughs> Eagles, fly, teaser. Oh, God. Don't do it. Don't do, do it. I can't lay double digits in division. I can't do it. Uh, I'm allergic. I know. It's, it's, I know. Is there, a, I know. is there a line for how long it takes for Haskins to get into the game here? Uh, I think not, not this week. I think they'll give him some time. The, the thing with the the Eagles, I mean, I would expect more money to be on the the Eagles, and it's actually, according to the site I look at, only at like sixty three percent. So uh, I, I, I'm sure it'll go higher uh, by game day. All right. Uh, Gambling, next. Remember, sports betting illegal in Pennsylvania, so I'm not sure how that would affect <laughs> the flow of money. But uh, I, yeah, I expect this to go higher. If you like the Eagles, bet them now. Next, we got Jets Bills. Jets coming in at minus three. I, I mean, everyone knows my love for the Bills. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gobbling up the three points here. Um, so the thing with the Jets is, last year their offense was an issue. Um, they they put up points all year. Their defense was trash, and they had a defensive head coach. So they've moved on to an offensive head coach. Um, they didn't upgrade anywhere on the defense other than Queen and Williams. Uh, one of their top linebackers is hurt. Uh, and the Bills overlooked had one of the best defense, defenses in the NFL last year. So this is a Bills money line. This is Bills minus three. This is one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Um, you're probably going to get sick of me talking about Josh Allen and the Bills, but they're being overlooked. They have a significantly better head coach. Um, and they've done well against the Dolphins when uh, Gase has been the coach. Um when Gates is the coach of the Dolphins, so it's a familiar uh, opponent for them. So Bills all the way. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, baby. Bills. 
Give me the Bills for all the reasons Scott just mentioned. You guys are definitely going to get sick of hearing us talk about the Bills. I'm sure uh, they got sick of us last year. Yeah, well, it's it's that was a little sprinkling. What you're about to get is an avalanche <laughs> of <laughs> Buffalo Bills Orchard Park. We're going we to get videos. This might have to be a road trip. I I, I would love to get up there. It's a you know. It's, I don't want to yeah. freeze my ass off, though. So if we're going to do it, let's do it soon. I mean, I don't, I'm not doing this December nonsense when it's like eight degrees outside. <laughs> I know. It, it, only time is in October this year. I mean, they those spreads moved down in the favor of the Bills, and 39% of the bets have been on uh, the Bills. So you know that the heavy money is coming in on there. That's true. Yeah, I, I mean, I think everyone would love to see Scott jumping on a table. <laughs> Just... Off the top of a truck, just coming in. Off the top of a bus. Yeah, just flying in. Be beautiful. Uh, next, Ravens, Dolphins, minus six and a half. Uh, for uh, the Ravens, excuse me. Well, God, you know, this is just, it's a puke fest. Pass all the way. I'd be on the Dolphins going to the head. Um, the line of reaction to all their moves, but they, they are quite perplexing. You just don't know where the locker room is for the Dolphins. So pass all the way. Yeah, hard pass here. Uh, but I agree with Scott. Line's gotten away from the Ravens here. I think you have a team that's still going to be focused on the run and defense. John Harbaugh at the helm. Uh, sorry. Yeah, John Harbaugh. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's in, in Michigan. Uh, six and a half. Yeah, six, six and a half. Too many points here. Uh, gun to the head Dolphins, but no way this is getting one red cent of my actual money. No, no, absolutely not. Next, we got 49ers, Buccaneers, Bucks at home. Straight up. Who you got? Uh, I'd be on the Niners, um, but this is another stay away game. Um, the Niners defensive secondary is terrible. All, all I've heard all offseason is how great uh, Bruce Arians is going to get uh, the Tampa Bay offense going with Jameis Winston, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, uh, Mike Evans. It makes me want to puke, but they have no running game. Uh, the 49ers traveling all the way east. That's a long flight for them. At least it's in the 430 spot, but pass all the way. Yeah, no uh, official selection here. If you guys follow us on Twitter, you see that I you saw that I bet Buccaneers first half at home against the Browns in Week Three, the quote unquote dress rehearsal of the preseason. Uh, I actually sat in the Westgate Superbook and watched that whole thing, waiting uh, for my buddy Scott to show up. And that I tell you what, they just got pounded. I tell you uh, what, James man. Looked, like, let me tell you what, man. Spider two, why banana? They. Uh, no good. I have no confidence in the Buccaneers. Uh, I certainly have no interest in in picking the 49ers to go west to east and win a game. Um, no play for me here. But I, the Buccaneers, I would love to bet them here. I just uh, I'm having a tough time removing myself from the recency bias of watching them play like total shit at home um, <laughs> against the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you you're not horny for Jimmy G anymore, Scotty. I am I I am horny for Jimmy G. It's just um, this is not. Yes. I want to see a little bit more from. And I'm telling you, it's really difficult the first year off an ACL for quarterbacks because they're a little gun shy, and it's going to take them some time to get into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to fade the Niners early this season until I can really see how he's uh, how he's moving. Think he's he hasn't done anything. That. All right, next up, Chiefs Jags in Jacksonville in Duval. Oh, Chiefs favorite minus three and a half. Puke, puke. I hate, I hate, ugh, I hate that champ. But I'm all over the Jags. It's one of my favorite bets of the weekend. I wish the Westgate number was four. I'd feel so much better about it. But three and a half at home, like I said, uh, 
Jacksonville's a tough place to play. It's going to be super hot out there. This is a defense that's super motivated after last season's debacle. Nick Foles, I believe in the magic of Nick Foles. Apparently, he's a battling an abdominal issue, so that's something to track um, the news throughout the week. But I am all over the Jags in this one. I think they have a ton of weapons, and uh, it's a Leonard Fournette season, and plus the Chiefs' defense is just straight hot trash. Scotty and I are vibing tonight. I also, uh, this is one of my two selections, is the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three and a half. Uh, I would wait to bet it. I think you will see some fours, and I would grab it if you can get it. Um, I agree with Scott. This defense is world class. It's what got them to the AFC Championship two ga- game two years ago. Uh, unfortunately, they just, Blake Bordelais smoked them right in the face last year and uh, put them behind the eight ball too many times, turning the ball over. So I think Nick Foles coming in will be a shot of energy in their arm in terms of not losing them the game on offense uh, and letting the defense really showcase. Chiefs. The Chiefs hype train is at an all-time high, uh, and I agree Andy Reid's a great coach. I agree Patrick Mahomes is a world-class quarterback, uh, but the price on this stock cannot get any higher. So give me the Jags, uh, hopefully get in the four, but uh, but I will be playing them in the, in the Super Contest for sure. Uh, I will too, but I'll tell you another thing. You know how many dopes, like if I go tax my good close friend Mushface, he's going to be all about the Chiefs. And my t- two biggest Mush friends, if they're going to be on a team like the Chiefs, that's the opposite of the team I want to be on. Give me the Jazz <laughs> all day. I think everyone on this podcast knows what mush you're talking about, and I think the yeah. mush knows, well, hopefully, if he's listening. But he's not thinking of a mush. He's probably not. Next. but So, Jared, it's funny. You talk about uh, America's favorite team, the hype train, everything. We got the football version of the 2016 Chicago Cubs here with the Cleveland Browns, the home team against the Titans, and the favorite at minus five. So the hype train is real, and I'm all aboard the hype train right now. The biggest issue for the Titans is their two two most important offensive linemen are going to be out for this game, one due to suspension, another not practicing and due to injury. So I want the Browns' pass rush all over this Titans' weaker offensive line, and I think that they will, you know, Last year, the Titans gave up a lot of big plays in the secondary. Malcolm Butler, I mean, he was getting cooked out there. So I expect a big statement game from Baker Mayfield, a big statement game from Odell Beckham, big statement game from Nick Chubb, and uh, the defense for the the Browns showing up. And I think they're actually a pretty uh, interesting fantasy stream for this weekend. Uh, if you didn't get your hands on the, the Eagles or the Cowboys or you know some of the or, or the Seattle Seahawks. I had to go run in my mouth saying we are vibing. Uh, I like the Titans. I will not be playing it or betting it. But, um, again, this is purely a value thing. I don't think the Browns deserve to be laying five points against a pretty good team in the Tennessee Titans. Um, what Scott said about the offensive line certainly does give me uh, reason for concern. But uh, I think this is going to be an ugly game. Vrabel's made it pretty clear that he likes playing muddy, sloppy, ugly. Um, and they can do it with their running game. So, um this is going to be a wait and see for me. I definitely will be tuned into this one. Brown's got to show me before you know I'm in the. I'm interested in laying five points with them. Yep. Next, Rams Panthers in Carolina minus two and a half. Can Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey carry this team? 
So the thing with the Rams is none of their starters have played in preseason. And we saw this last year when they started against the Raiders, who were, you know, one of my favorite teams to bet against. Uh, they went on the road and they started really sluggish. Uh, this is a pan- so they're traveling cross country. Another trend in the one o'clock start that I wouldn't feel too great about betting the Rams here. I wish this number was three in the contest because I'd be hopping all on the Panthers. So if you can find a three out there, I'm going to be in on it. Uh, I'm much more inclined. I'm very inclined to take the Panthers. It's uh, it's a it's under strong consideration for sure. Um, I'm just uh, this, this is a bad spot for the Rams traveling cross country, you know, not sharp. This is this could be a game that they let slip away. Yeah, everything Scott said, I think you'll see some threes either on game day, potentially on Saturday. I would gobble those up if I could. West coming east, really the first time that any of the Rams starters have played. Uh, Cam Newton, obviously a major, major, major question mark as it pertains to this line. I would want to see some type of, as Micah said, we're recording early a little bit this week, or a little early this week. Uh, I would want to see some news and some uh, on Friday afternoon as to whether or not he's playing before placing a wager on this game. But if in, he indeed is the starting quarterback, uh, I'm, I'm interested in the Panthers in this game. Yeah, he's been off the, the injury report, so apparently he's good to go. Um, you know, the, the, this could be a juicy game because the Rams are not exactly the team that stopped the run last year. So this is a, a pretty uh, intriguing spot for run CMC. Number one overall pick, Kyler Murray leads the Cardinals onto the field at home against the Lions where they're a three-point dog. Uh, I'm still befuddled why Kyler Murray, the week before his first (laughs) NFL start, is in Oklahoma watching a college football game against Houston. Why are you not preparing for this game? So the Cardinals offensive line – is awful. One of the worst in the NFL. The Lions defensive line for run stopping with Snacks Harrison and Trey Flowers on the outside to get some pressure is going to feast in this game. It's one of my favorite bets of the weekend. Now it's it makes you want to puke laying three with a team that won six games last year and look, didn't look that, all that sharp in preseason. But I feel pretty confident about this one because they're going to unleash the carry on Johnson. Mm -hmm. This is a a great spot for the Lions here. They need to start their season off quick because they got a really, really difficult schedule. I hope they're not looking ahead, but this is one of my my favorite games. They got embarrassed last year in uh, week one. I think they're going to reverse that trend against Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I um, this is a no play for me. mainly because I want to believe the Kingsbury Kyler Murray hype train, but I agree with Scott where it's just, they've done nothing to deserve this line. Um, David Johnson is back this year. I think we'll have a, finally have another successful season. Now that Steve Wilkes is not the head coach and just ramming him up the center's ass for an entire season. Um, But I, I like the angle that Scott said about the lions last year, getting embarrassed on Monday night in the opener. Um, Now, whether or not Patricia can actually do anything about it this year, I don't know, but this will be a no play for me. This is a game that I'll probably be keyed in on, because uh, I want to see what Kyler and Cliff have have planned for the season. I want to see his play calling. I'm excited to see uh, TJ Hawkinson. I think he's going to get some looks, uh, especially like Scott said. If they get on Johnson going, I think that's going to be a receiver that uh, Matthew Stafford looks for. Going. You know, one of the, one of the things, a popular thing that's been tweeted about is how rookie tight ends don't produce in their first year. 
Rob Gronkowski had tw- uh, 10 touchdowns in his rookie year. And I'm not saying TJ Hawkinson is Rob Gronkowski, but you have a defensive coach who's with the Patriots who I think he wants him, Hawkinson, to emulate Gronkowski. He's the same body type. I mean, this is Matthew Stafford needs a tight end, someone to target in the red zone because Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are not big go-get-it wide receivers. So, you know, I, I – I, I have a lot of TJ Hawkinson exposure in fantasy, um, and I, I really like what this team did in the offseason with their offense, rebuilding it from last year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, our favorite team from last year outside of the Buffalo Bills, our favorite quarterback, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks at home against the Bungles, minus nine and a half. Ugh, this is a this is a fade game for sure. Um, maybe a tease game with Seattle, but um, you know, total puke fest with the the Bengals. I don't I don't have a lot to say about this game. I'm plugging my nose, taking the red rifle. We're going up to CenturyLink or whatever the hell they're calling it these days. Wow, give me the Bengals plus nine and a half. I do not trust the Seattle coaching staff to cover ten points. I don't care who they're playing. I think a lot of people forgot about the Andy Dalton in the re, in the last part of the uh, last year. Obviously, he was hurt. He can spin it. People want to bust chops about Andy Dalton. The dude can spin it, and he definitely can spin it in garbage time. Give me the Bengals. Give me the nine and a half. Keep it tight. Close game. Maybe Seahawks come from behind winning the fourth quarter. No I'll AJ Green? It. You're still feeling that? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. I'll tell you, I mean, I can't wait to see Clowney in this defense. I think that it could put them over the edge to make the playoffs. Um, but I'll tell you, 49% of the money has been on, or 49% of the bets have been on Seattle, and the spread's moved two and a half points. So I think that's, uh, that is uh, one of the indicators that I look at to uh, you know fade this type of game. Now, so, before, you, before we move to the next one, I, just as a refresher, why don't you do when you say fade, you mean blank, and then you know you. When you say tease, you mean blank. Just so we can put another refresher out there for those if, if there are new reviewers or whatnot. I know we got some sharper people, and then people who are new to it as well. So I just want to make sure they know. Yeah, fade is uh, I'm staying away. I will not bet a game. And then tease, two point teasers are you get to add six points uh, to the spread. So. In this example, Seattle, you can tease them from nine and a half, laying nine and a half to laying three and a half. And then you pair that with another game, say uh, the Buffalo Bills, you make them plus nine from their plus three. And both bets have to hit for you to win your bet. And then if you add more teams, you get more points. So three team teasers are 10 points and four teamers I won't even touch ever. Uh, so I don't even know what those points the the points you get there. I don't know, Jared. Do you know? I don't. <clears throat> don't bet them. That's the all the advice you need. <laughs> don't do te- don't do huge teasers and don't do massive team parlays. Unless you're me and you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah unless you're Mike, apparently he hey. holds the keys to the world. Hey, I hit the parlay start the season. We'll talk That's about that more on the college one. So uh, <laughs> next up. Chargers, Colts, Chargers at home. I think I got a feeling where this one's going. Chargers favored minus six and a half. So Russell Okun is out for the Chargers. He's got blood cots, I believe. Um, but yeah, the, like over, the overreaction to 
Andrew Locke uh, retiring and Jacoby Brissett um, stepping in. Um, I'm, I think is a little insulting. This the Colts team is loaded on the offensive side. Their defensive line should be able to feast. And unless um, the Chargers are going to go to a quick strike offense, um, I think this is going to cause problems for them. They, this is still a team in transition. They lost some weapons from last year. Obviously, Melvin Gordon holding out. Give me the six and a half all day. I was praying this number would be seven. Unfortunately, it's not. If you can grab a seven out there, you know, hop all over it. But uh, this is definitely going to be one of my plays this weekend. I'm all over the Colts. Give it to me. Yeah, Colts too. I'm a Scott. Uh, mainly, I think there's a massive overreaction to Andrew Luck. I also uh, look at the Chargers history in early part of the year significant underperformers over and over and over again. So at what point is the joke on you for continuing to bet on them? Bottom line, Philip Rivers is exhausted this week. He had to get all his kids to school. So <laughs> yeah, all, all, all like eight of them, right? How many does he have? Uh, I think eight. Yeah. A, a ridiculous amount. Pray for him. Yeah. Next Cowboys giants the Cowboys with Zeke now on the team after sucking down Darjeeling for a couple weeks, minus seven, the boys. That's uh, right. Hard pass on this one. Too much noise around the Cowboys. The Giants stink something awful, but I want no piece of this game. I will don't really want to watch it, but apparently I'll be having to because it'll be on. Um, but yeah, pass hard. I was gonna say you're definitely getting this one in the TV. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is a red zone. The problem with the red zone at four o'clock, there's only a you know a handful of games. Uh, I guess at least there's five this weekend, so maybe it'll be a little bit better. But, yeah, I don't want to watch this game. I don't want to bet it. Get it get it away from me. Forget both these teams. Yeah, this is a huge rivalry game, like, right out of the gates. Uh, I agree with Scott. I don't think that the, the Cowboys can just turn the switch with Zeke and, and miraculously be fantastic. I have no interest in betting on the New York football Giants at all. Um, so uh, no play here. I guess I'm allergic to laying points. So if you're forcing me to take a side, I'll take the Giants, but no interest whatsoever. Yeah. If you, if you a gun to the head, I mean, just shoot me. I don't want to. I don't want to touch this one. That's how. <laughs> that's how strongly I feel about fading that game. <laughs> I would rather just have it be over than have yeah. it. <laughs> For those of you who are wondering, wondering, Darjeeling tea is uh, the answer. It's West Western India is where that comes from. Just in case anyone was wondering what I was saying. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> that went way over my head. Well, yeah, uh, that makes two of us. Well, okay, I, so it's a, it's a Toy Story quote, just to throw that one out there. So, Scott, uh, I mean, we're, I was trying to give you a, a movie toss-up, but... Let me tell you, I, I, so I, I have a lot of LaShawn McCoy in uh, fantasy, and I re, I changed the name of one of my teams to Shady Acres, and <laughs> I, I asked everyone in my office if they knew what that was from, and, from, and no one got it, uh, but... Ace Ventura mm-hmm. is where Ray Finkel went. <laughs> yep. Shady Acres. Love that you know that, Micah. Oh, yeah. Did you, you guys, watch you guys Point in your Break movies. yet? I have not watched Point Break? Break yet. Oh, my goodness. Watch Point Break. There are quite a few Shady Acres here in uh, in Florida. Because it's <laughs> actually Shady Acres. Yeah, they're like uh, mobile home retirement joints. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All the places that get uh It's an adult evacuated. mobile home retirement <laughs> yeah, spot. The places that get evacuated when the hurricanes come. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next up. Is got... that too soon? That's probably too soon. Yeah, I think it's probably too way soon. too soon. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Um, 
Patriots Steelers. This will be a fun one. And Scotty, I know you're excited. Pat's favorite minus five and a half. Juice, juice, juice. But uh, September Patriots are not the time to bet them. <laughs> Even at home, uh, ton of the money. You know, you know how public the Patriots are going to be. But uh, the Steelers are bounce back year. Um, like I said on the pod earlier, I think Mike Tomlin very realistic shot to be coach of the year if he can right this ship and get him back to the playoffs. And maybe if they if they get a first round buy, which I think is well within their grasp. Uh, I think he'll get it. So uh, I'd be scooping the five and a half right now and uh, take the Steelers. Um, oh, boy. You know, oh, the, boy. The Pats are a team. Offense is in transition. Josh Gordon's definitely not in game shape. Uh, Demarius Thomas, a little hammy injury. Julian Edelman, thumb issue. David Andrews out at center. I mean, the pitchers are going to be there at the end of the year. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not laying five and a half right now with this team in transition, although their defense is absolutely, absolutely stacked. One of the best defenses they had in years. Um, wow. Five and a half wow. is a little too much. So this is a little bit of a teaser. Uh, Scott's going against his team in the pros this week. I will also be excuse me, going against my team uh, in college, taking Tulane in the green wave. So if you listen to the college podcast, this is a little bit of a, of a spoiler. But uh, this is my second pick that I had written down was the Steelers plus five and a half. I feel way better about it after Scott just said that. I agree. Patriots, people are going to be like shocked when I say this. The Patriots do not care about winning this game, or at least <laughs> they care significantly less than what they do about rounding into form as the playoffs come into uh, we've seen this time and time and time again. Belichick is much more concerned about getting his guys right and getting some type of rhythm as we work into weeks 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. So this is a he's not going to show them anything because guess who's probably going to be coming to town to Foxborough after 17 weeks is these Steelers at some point. So. Um, I'm taking the five and a half points. I think this is a statement game for the Steelers. I agree with Scott. I think it bounced back from last year. Uh, I'd, I'd even dabble a little bit on the money line. Um, take, uh, I think it's like plus 210 or something like that. It's a nice price on the get back. Wow. But I, I mean, I do agree with you guys. I, I, I think anyone who really watches football knows if this game's being played in like January. Or later, I think you kind of you, you're going to be leaning towards the Pats, but uh, I mean September fifth or whatever. That's what I'm is. saying. Is no one is going to? That's what it's the Pats. It's like Nick Saban, but I won't say that. Even though they got shut out for like a half against Duke, they just don't care. They, God, they slowly they roll like into it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. We're, Jerry and I are really trying to to lean into the college football, but we got to respect Scott here. Next up, Saints right. Texans. Minus seven no, no, no. for the Saints. Save it. Saving it. Saving it. Saving Saints. You're going to you're gonna have to check in for the recap on Sunday yeah. night for to get your Monday morning drive time. Yeah. Oh, we're saving. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Um, Where's the rundown, Micah? I don't have well, I got the thing right in front of me, but it doesn't say when the games are being played. It oh, just yeah. says. Classic ESPN. They have the two Monday nighters on the, the first weekend. All year. Oh, what? I love it. I love it. They get this Scott, game at How do you watch Scott. the Raiders-Broncos game? How do you stay up for at that? At 10-15. You will, uh, watch, you will watch four snaps of that game. I will not watch one snap of that game, actually. <laughs> You're wrong. Um, but what, what I will do is wake up at 2 a.m. and I'll check the score. Yeah. I'll check the box score. I'll calculate all the fantasy implications in my head and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed the baby and I'll go to sleep. Yeah. 
That's, this, is, this, is, this is not the first time that I've done this. But yeah, the 10-20 start is bedtime. Way past bedtime. Yeah, way will you past. make it to the fourth quarter of the Saints-Texans game? Uh, I think I will make it to the fourth quarter, uh, but I don't think I will need to, and that's a little uh, you know, preview of my prediction for that one. A little tantalizer. Yeah. The we'll wait see, folks. Yes. Oh, man. Who's, who's calling the second game? Because I feel like Monday Night Football has that's really been problem. struggling. Since Jason Witten's uh, padding up on Sunday, because that's a thing. I think Steve Levy, who's been at ESPN for 26 years, is calling this game. I may be making that up, but I thought I saw a tweet about it, that he is calling this game, and it's like a a dream of his. And I guess that's cool. I don't know. No. I was going to say, everyone Google it at the same time. Yeah, he's calling it. He's calling it. Yuck. Good for him. Steve Levy? Yeah, yeah, he does he, college he, games. Yeah, he does. And they're horrible. And he sucks. He's the out-of-shape version of Chris Fowler. <laughs> that's fair. That's a good one. Scott. That's very that's, fair. That's, that's really good, actually. He's he's on the same <laughs> level of uh, Jared and I's favorite female broadcaster. Beth Moans? Beth Moans. Who's Beth Moans? Oh, Scott, if you've she watched does. College Game Day, she's the first voice you hear. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Beth Moans here to call the Big Ten game nobody cares about. <laughs> you watch this like you watch college game day it's like this huge hype up show it's awesome and then corso puts on the headset or the headgear like this is my pick Woo! and then they like cut instantly to the noon kick which is always like two terrible teams and nebraska it's, versus you know iowa state yeah or, that's correct yeah something like that mm-hmm. wisconsin and, versus illinois yeah, right. There it is. Insert it's some two teams from the Midwest. Purdue, and Indiana. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> Rutgers, Indiana. Even better. Oh, yeah, God. it's like it's like Beth Moens and and some other dude, and I'm just like, this sucks. It used to be Beth <laughs> and Joey Galloway, and that was like spreading right. my eyes out. <laughs> is it Greasy now? Brian Greasy. It I think might it is. be Greasy. Ugh. <laughs> Either Wasn't way, Greasy it's just all dry. The, the game with Herb Street. No, that's Fowler. Yeah, Chris Fowler. Oh, that's Fowler. Oh, okay. So with her okay. I got beef. I got beef with Reese Davis. Because yeah? he kicked he kicked Fowler off of uh game day. He said, Look, I got money to go to FS one and basically do this job or you can get rid of Chris Fowler and keep me because I do your college game day for basketball. I do all this other stuff. Hey. And he went to um, PMS, so screw him. <clears throat> hey. Really quick. For everyone, can everyone power rank their pre-game uh, network to watch? What pre-game show that you will watch on Sundays? Ooh. Because you have Fox Sports, you have – and Fox Sports has like two that, that lead into each other. One with like the B group, even though my man Colin Coward's on that, into the A group. You got CBS, you got ESPN, and you got the NFL network. Go. Oh, man. I don't- I only watch, quote, the B group on FS1. Oh, yeah? I think the Fox thing is a shtick. I think they're all awful. I don't, like, I don't, I, well, I don't watch CBS because who's on there? Boomer Esiason, Barf, Bill <laughs> whoa, Cowher, whoa, whoa, whoa. Booms? We're, we're, we're hitting on Booms now? Garbage, garbage, no takes. Phil Sims, gross. Uh, who else? Fox? Nate Burleson. He's good. NFL Network, I do like Nate Billerson. I do, and uh, is Schrager on there? Uh, I would probably like the NFL Network one. 
Even though I don't ever watch it. ESPN, you can't even turn on. No. CBS, no. I'll, I'll, I'll preview it because they always lead into I the Pats a little bit. I can't, I can't do CBS. I can't do Fox, and I'll watch a little NFL Network. And then yeah, I just watch Chris Hansen. With Cowturd. I feel like most yeah. of me, I just watch Fox because I mean, similar things, Scott. I'm watching Vikings games. So, I, I mean, I like listening to Howie and, and all those guys. They're just fun. So, I don't think they're going to give me any good information, but... No, yeah. definitely not. That's not Terry where you go. It's like half in the bag when he shows up to those things. <laughs> I know, but watching Terry and Eddie, it's it's like hysterical. I just well, but like you can do, you can do. I mean, Charles does. Charles Barkley does the TNT stuff. I feel like he's half drunk too, but like it works for them, for, for me at least. And I don't, the the Fox the NFL stuff just the, I don't know the shtick doesn't work. Terry Bradshaw does all the highlights on Fox. I think it's hysterical, and then Jimmy just sits there and he's like, ah. My hair hasn't moved in 90 years. Yeah. <laughs> Bradshaw just like drools on himself. Uh, 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 touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> what? Oh, God, I mean, I do miss, I do miss, uh, oh, who was it? Oh, I'm drawing a blank on ESPN when it used to be the two, the two amigos. Um, Boomer? Boomer and Chris Berman. Chris Berman. <laughs> yeah. Fastest two minutes. And I mean, it, it lives on. Schwami. I will say, pardon my take. That is pretty funny when they do that. But the real fast two minutes was the best thing I think that was ever on television. My yeah, my ESPN quick take. used to be cool. Used to be good. Yeah, not even. That's true. And I can't. I can't do Chris Carter, and I can't. I, I, I like Randy, but I can't watch ESPN. So. Yeah. Well, no, it's terrible. Well, Chris Carter's on Fox now. I know. I hate CC's takes are awful. Him and his oh. show with Nick Wright terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just crushed. You don't need to listen to any of these programs. Just download our show and you'll be good. That, no, they're, they're all idiots. They're professionals. I, don't they know make any. good takes. I don't mean that in a, in a mean way, but I'm just saying for me personally, if I'm going to be driving in my car and I'm going to listen to any of them, I'm, I'm going to listen to Colin. That's probably it. Yep. I'm with you. Right? I'm man, Colin. He's the man. Hit right. Caliendo on today. Frank. Tell you what, man. That was fun. He's, yeah, that's a funny dude. Well, so there's our rankings. I guess we could put a poll out there or put a little that's Twitter. Good idea. And Ooh, good see what idea. everyone's thinking. So, because uh, I think that was a very fair question there, Scott. So those are that's a look at our week. Obviously, our recap's going to come Sunday night. Once again, we're recording on Wednesday. So if any new information comes out before you hear this on Saturday, we apologize that we weren't able to cover it. Uh, Jared and I will be sending out our college football recap slash preview for week two of the college football season lots on that one so if you didn't listen to it and you're listening to this saturday morning and you want to get some picks in go back and listen to that so having to this is like inception for me in my brain trying to play out when people are going to be hearing this <laughs> oh boy so for myself michael larson the big brother spin the dreidel michael yeah, spin the dreidel I'm losing it and and the, the, the scott panza that's it for us junkies thanks so much for tuning in Uh, Go time, baby. See ya. (laughs) Suck, take two, (laughs) son.